everybody. Welcome to BAMCast Extra, episode 54. Wow. Right. Uh, but I don't know. We, we watch movies here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we talk about them. Right, we do. Yeah. Uh, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we have decided to go back into the world of FX. Mm-hmm. And we are doing the only sequel. <laughs> yeah. That, that deep, rich world of two movies. Yes. Uh, bookends, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched With nothing in the middle. <laughs> no, nothing. 1991's FX2, sometimes known as FX2, The Deadly Art of Illusion. Oh, that's a good subtitle. Yeah. Uh, should have kept that. They should have. It's on the poster. It's in all the commercials, but it's not on the movie itself. Hmm. So yeah, sequel to FX and stars some of the same people. <laughs> <laughs> some of them, yes. Uh, people who did not die in the first film, mm-hmm. like Brian Brown and Brian Dennehy. Hmm. They are both back. And Computer Hacker Lady. Yes, Computer Hacker Lady returns <laughs> for sad reasons. <laughs> uh, we'll get to her. Uh, so this is directed by Bamcast alum Richard, Flank- Richard Franklin. Richard Franklin. Richard Franklin. Uh, director of Link. Mm-hmm. The beloved <laughs> murderous <laughs> monkey movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, written strangely by Bill Condon, who has one of the strangest IMDb pages of all time. It's an eclectic collection of work i'll say mm-hmm. uh probably best known for gods and monsters and dream girls and right stuff like that so. but then like the last two twilight movies for yeah. some fucking reason yeah but yeah uh wrote fx2 mm-hmm. so good on him i i kind of want to say this movie ignores the very end of the last one kind of because it seems like they had a considerable amount of money at the end of fx and then it just seems like they didn't spend it right if at all, because <laughs> they both went back to New York and are just kind of doing shitty jobs. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, I mean, it's never mentioned like the money at the first movie is never mentioned. Well, I mean, I I feel like it exists. I mean, I feel like the ending is a thing because um, Brian Brown is like kind of I don't know if he's actually doing this for work. Or if he's just doing it for fun, but he's like designing toys. He is. And Brian Dennehy is being a PI, which I feel like is just him being bored. Probably. Because he also bought a bar. He did. He bought a bar, which he now lives in. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he just like bought the bar, closed it, and lives in it. And left it in the state it was in when he bought it, which is really strange. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this movie starts. It's another fake out thing, although this is an incredible... Like, whatever movie they're making would be the best Bamfcast movie, because it's just this, like, transvestite robot man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't I don't know what's happening in this. The, like, the cops show up, and they're like, you stop, robot man. Yeah, and it is not explained in, no. in the slightest. And robot man is just like, no, I will not. And then... Well, I mean, it's like part car chase, part just erratic robot driving, yeah. re- alien robot driving. Yeah, it's like RoboCop slash predator slash i come in peace like all of these things Mm -hmm. the effects on this robot dude are really impressive like they blow apart its head and it's still moving around and it's it's an impressive special it's probably the best effect in the movie Mm -hmm. um and it turns out that uh brian brown is just standing on the street corner watching this happen because the special effects guy fucks something up he doesn't they they spring load the guys over the police car when it's supposed to blow up but it doesn't blow up right and then they're all trying to figure out why it didn't blow up and then it blows up mm-hmm. and the director sees brian brown in the crowd he's like hey you should come work on this movie because this fucking guy doesn't know what he's doing i would like to point out that their uh, replacement <laughs> fx guy is named fingers fingers <laughs> because he's missing some yes. probably for not being a very good special effects guy right. but i also wanted to point out the fact that if you combine the two of them you've got raleigh fingers raleigh fingers yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah their production company would be outstanding <laughs> their mascot's ready to go yeah <laughs> we just do mustaches yeah that's all. <laughs> yes we specialize yeah. in crazy mustaches yeah. you want you want good mustaches you call raleigh fingers <laughs> Yeah, but Raleigh's just like, yeah, no, I don't do FX anymore. But hey, if you want some toys, here's my card. <laughs> Everybody's like, well, whatever. Uh, he's got a family now, kind yeah, of. Yeah, not quite stepson. Yeah. I don't think they're married, but he's shacked up with, uh, I've never known how to say her name, Rachel Tickerton. 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 From Total Recall. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. She is such a non-entity in this movie. Mostly, yeah. Um, she's got a kid. The kid is kind of the thing that sets the movie in motion, sadly. Somewhat. Yeah, because, I mean, 
you know, they're they're hanging out watching the movie because he wants to see it, and mm-hmm. then they go home, and it's sort of like, hey, look at my crazy toys and stuff, and I've got a fireman's pole that goes up and down, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. um, and <laughs> is it? I think it's before he shows up, but like he shows off his uh, the the movie's crowning achievement, which is <sighs> he he gets her to put on this suit. Yeah, and doesn't really tell her what it is, though he's lugging this like almost practically life size clown around. Yeah, and it ends up like the suit is like a one to one mimic of whatever the person in the suit is doing, and the clown ends up doing. Mm-hmm. And so, get ready for that to be a, a major part of this movie. Yeah, a lot of this movie, and it is apparently the only toy he has ever made, <laughs> besides from maybe a remote control helicopter. Because that's all we see, and no one on the planet could afford to buy this thing. <laughs> Probably not, but it's a prototype, I so, guess. So, I don't know what the hell company he's running, but, yeah. But, uh, you know, there's some, you know, ha-ha with that. And, there is some ha-ha with that. And, they're, they're you know, they're getting ready. They're going out for dinner for some occasion. I don't know if it's, it's her, her birthday. birthday. Birthday, yeah, okay. Because yeah. um, he has the clown surprise her with a thing. Right, like a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the kid's real father shows up mm-hmm. and he's a cop mike the cop mike the cop and <laughs> he's just gotten off from a 15-hour shift he's like there for like two minutes and gets paged and they want him to go back into the office mm-hmm. and so he, he does he takes the kid with him yes um i guess they go out on the dinner we don't see it but they come back and like they're already like they're about to have sexy times and the kid and the and the real dad show up mm-hmm. and um yeah, because like the the chief has called him into his office, and he's like, you know, we we got a good ch- chance to catch this peeping Tom or something. We we got to go all out and catch yeah. this guy. Guys just got down to prison yeah. for having slashed up a showgirl yeah. or something, prostitute like, or something like that. We'll never get a better chance to catch this guy. Yeah, it's so like... they're they're setting up a sting where <laughs> they are going to get an attractive lady to. Um, they're going to fake it so that it looks like she's in the shower across from this guy's apartment. Yeah. And well, they don't they don't even have that plan yet, because no, no. when he comes back and drops off the kid, he's like, listen, Raleigh, I heard you did a thing once. Yeah. Special Forget the fact yeah. that it went horribly wrong and everyone died. But hey, would you do it again? Which thankfully he does point <laughs> out. He's like, you know, I, I'd like to tell you, I don't really want to work with police because I don't know if you're aware, but the last time the girl I was with, she died. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, everyone died. And it was yeah. a horrible situation. I don't want to do it. And he's like, well, that's very disappointing. He's like, but come on. He's yeah. like, all right. Well, pretty much because like he's like, nah, that's OK. And then like when he leaves, the kid was like hiding behind a pillar and he just gives him like this disappointing, like, I thought you were cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then suddenly he is designing exactly everything that's going to happen. And he's in. Yeah. So the idea is they're going to have kind of a rehash of the sort of they're, they're, they're going to use like the the little prop up uh, reflector screen that he used from the last time. And they're going to project this actress lady that they've gotten. God, it's convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to project her onto this thing. Which is like, I guess they filmed it ahead of time because mm-hmm. all she really has to do is she stands in one room like with a robe on, like acts pretending like, to almost get ready to shower yeah, and then walks in the other room and it's the projection. Yeah. Um, and then I don't really understand <laughs> the reasoning for this, but they they FX up uh, Mike mm-hmm. the cop with some fake breasts. They do. I it never really plays into anything at all, <laughs> except for it gives him a really, really kind of embarrassing way to die. Because, <laughs> yeah, so spoilers, he's about to die. Yeah, he dies. Uh, um, but, like, the idea is, is, like, he's actually going to be in the room where the shower is, and the shower's not really even on. It's a, a it's smoke, smoke machine. machine. And so she acts like she's undressing in one room, walks halfway between the rooms, stops. Um, they wait for the killer guy to go over there. She belly crawls across, gets out of the room, mm-hmm. and then he's standing there in the same robe but with fake boobs on, and just waiting and waiting. And like they know the killer's coming, and they're like, he has a blade, and they're, they're radio him all the all the way. Yeah. And then now I want to say, okay, first of all, like you know this dude's gonna die because mm-hmm. that's the reason you're watching this movie, right? However, this dude doesn't help his cause any because like halfway during the stakeout, he just picks up the smoke machine. He's like, look at me, I'm an FX guy, Durr. you know, and, and mm-hmm. Raleigh's like. Would you put that down and stop fucking around? And he's just he like takes off his watch. He's not. Yes, he's he's acting. He's acting a fool. Yeah, he, he's like completely like whatever the plan was. He's not paying any attention to it. He's taking out his communication devices. Mm-hmm. He's just fucking around. Yep. And you're like, dude, you're contributing to your own death here. Pretty much. Yeah. But 
the guy who's coming for him doesn't kill him because suddenly out of nowhere, another dude shows up. Yeah, he's like in the room. It's full of smoke. Yeah. Like, because they're like, dude, it's a shower. not like a- Yeah, because he's he's been told turn it counterclockwise to mm-hmm. lessen the smoke. He keeps turning it the other way because he's a fucking idiot. Right. And yeah, and then just like through the smoke, like they're about to approach each other. And this other guy just pops up behind him, like no setup whatsoever, just nope. whoop behind him and then slice throat and run. Yeah. And Raleigh bumps into this guy in the stairway because he's been parked in a van down the street and he's like, oh, a, no, a Pontiac transport, by the way. Yeah. What a fantastic purchase he's made with his four million dollars. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's got the fucking it's the van of the future, Chuck. I don't know if you're aware. That's true. I guess it is. It is the fucking van of the future. It is a Pontiac transport. Sure. Is. It's a dustbuster with wheels. It totally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he leaps out of his Pontiac transport and uh, he's going up the hallway, bumps into this guy and is just like, oh, pardon me. And then he's just like, hey, you. And then there's a chase for half a second and the guy tries to kill him in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, but he but, doesn't. Yeah. But the, the other cops have busted in. And yeah, like the lieutenant or whatever. Yeah. Is like, and the killer freeze. guy is just, and like, just like, hi, I freeze. <laughs> and he's like, he's got a knife. He's yeah. coming right for us. <laughs> yes. And just shoots him like and other people are witness to this. Mm-hmm. Like, well, how come nobody went? He just shot that guy yeah. and he didn't even make a move. Yeah. Well, but, you know, it's New York. And yes, yeah. uh, the the captain dude is played by Philip Bosco, who you've seen in a bazillion things. Mm-hmm. And at, from this point on, although it's not long until it's revealed, he makes no bones about he is guilty as fuck. Well, yeah, because he looks guilty. Like, oh, I have a plan for why I'm shooting this guy. Yeah, like um, right just, off the bat. Yeah. Just immediately. You're like, oh, all right. Like, just, there's just <laughs> enough of a pause because like the guy that like open the door, freeze. Yeah. The guy freezes and he's like. He's coming right for us. Yeah. <laughs> just like kind of sort of like look sideways to the other people. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to shoot him anyway because it's part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. So kills this guy. Mm-hmm. And then Raleigh comes back and is like, yeah, there was another guy. And they're like, well, my mic's dead. And the killer's dead. Yeah. And the cops are, are just, you know, like, hey, you know, was he working on anything? What was the deal here? What do you know? Did, hey, what are these cameras? What are you doing? Give us the tapes. Mm. Well, he doesn't know about the cameras yet. But like, no, he found one at the crime scene because he asked Raleigh about it. He was like, well, but later, like he has yeah. to go home and tell the oh, right. the girlfriend and the son that, you know, your old dad's dead. Yep. And then <laughs> they, they go to that guy's apartment and like um, internal affairs is like combing the place mm-hmm. to like everything they want to take. That's like the sons or whatever. Yep. Or sentimental. They have to like basically check out and th- he had a computer for some reason. Like the kid did in his room. Yeah, it's just it's sort of like, hey, kids, kind of a computer nerdy kid. He I knows guess. computers. Yeah, he knows Linux and sure. <laughs> um, but like, there's a cop in there just going through each disk, and he gets to one disk. He's like, "What's this file?" Like, it's just a list of files, and mm-hmm. it just says and it was Becker. Yeah, he's like, "How do you know about this not Ted Danson show that's on the air yet?" Yeah, <laughs> he's still on Cheers. How do you know about this? <laughs> and the kid's like, "I don't know." <laughs> And he's like, all right, then takes the discs. But OK, there's a file named. Yeah. Becker. And that's when the, the captain and lieutenant guy or whatever is yeah. outside. He's like, yeah, was he ever talking about his work or, you know, if he was working on anything? He's like, why the hell would I know? I don't know. I'm boning his ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, we didn't we didn't hang out and talk about <laughs> cases. Yeah. The cop doesn't help his uh, his his grand scheme at all by continually bothering Raleigh about this to right. make Raleigh get to the point where he's like, uh, something's not right. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's when he pulls out this. He's like, he's got this little lipstick camera, and he's like, "What's this?" And Raleigh's like, "I don't know." Part oh, it's of a thing. transmitter thing. Yeah. He's like, "No, it's a it's a camera." You son of a bitch. Yeah. Do you have tapes? He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So it it not long after this, like Raleigh's looking at the tapes that he recorded of this, and he's like, you know, zooming and enhancing and all that bullshit, yeah. and Enhanced. like gets the face of the guy. And oh yeah, gets, absolutely. Like it, it's a pretty good shot because like it finally <laughs> clears up and like he's like, oh, there's the face of the guy. And then the guy walks in like, well, right b- next to it. Yeah, Right before that, he also has clear evidence of the captain coming in and taking the knife and just rubbing oh, it in the right, blood right, right, and right. just like holding it up to the camera like, haha, bloody knife. But yeah, he's freeze framed on the dude and that's full frame on his computer screen. And then coming up that fire pole ele- elevator is mm-hmm. the guy in the same shot. I made a note. That is a really cool shot of just yeah. this. No warning. There's been no indication of it. It just guy just shows up and, and then they have a fight. They, they do. I mean, at first it's a Brian Brown run around the kitchen and throw things at him fight. <laughs> and <laughs> kind of like the, the, the last one where it was like, you know, fighting in the kitchen and like everything is a weapon. And Yeah, but but Raleigh has forgotten how to murder. 
A little bit, yeah. Especially this guy. This guy's the fucking Terminator in this movie because he will... Before they even get to the kitchen, like when they're upstairs, mm-hmm. is when he dons the the clown outfit. Okay, I, he I, puts he, on the, I thought he was throwing. Yeah, that's right. He was. I thought he was throwing shit first, but no, yeah. he he puts the the clown suit on the 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 VR robot <laughs> thing on, and he's he has the clown attack him, and he's doing all the fighting via the clown, mm-hmm. and eventually throws the clown off the balcony. But one of my notes here, I made, and look, this is super nerdy, and only certain people will get this joke. But there, there is a point where. He puts on the fight. He he puts on the suit and is having a fight via the clown with the guy. Mm-hmm. But then the guy's like, "Why am I fighting the clown? Yeah. I'm going to fight you." <laughs> and what the best part about this is like he's ro- rolling around and fighting with him, and the clown is still doing all the motions. Yeah. And so my, <laughs> yes. So my my note was Damien Sand Clown. I, yeah. <laughs> I made the same goddamn yeah. note <laughs> <laughs> because like I I know it's just a person in this clown suit, but he had to like they had to like coordinate all this so that this guy's like falling and rolling yep. the same way that he is. Yep. I made the same and, goddamn note. <laughs> and so, yeah, like I said, if you're a wrestling fan, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, um, because yeah, as they are running, rolling around, fighting each other, the clown just in the background in certain shots is doing all the same things. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty good. It's it's really good and really dumb. If you if you have bought into this really dumb thing of the centerpiece FX of this movie is a guy in a clown suit pretending to be a robot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. But eventually it gets back to he attacks him with the clown and forces him off this balcony. Like, yeah, they have like an open ended balcony and he basically throws him off and basically drops him on the back of the couch, which like bends his back the wrong way. Should be dead. Yeah, should totally be dead, like broken back. And so he slides down the fire pole and is like, all right, well, that guy's dead. And I guess I should get my shit and get out of here. And and as you said, the dude's a fucking Terminator and just gets up and like tackles him again. That's when they fight in the kitchen. And it's like run around throw shit at him yeah but none of it is as deadly as in the first movie the first movie he was just like i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah i don't remember how he actually like takes him out long enough to get away or what he finally does uh they end up on the roof and then they end up outside and he has called oh, brian right. denny yeah. earlier yeah he's been calling him like hey i'm in trouble yeah um, where the fuck are you yeah. i you said if i needed your help you would come and right so yes it's Deus Ex Brian Dennehy and uh, he shows up in his garbage I guess car. Brian, De- Brian Dennehy <laughs> ex machina would be the right word. But uh, but yes, yeah, so like there he's fighting and he's got him on a fire escape and he, the guy's in a car now yeah. and like knocks the lower half of the of the final bit of the ladder out. So he's just hanging like 20 feet up in the air. Mm-hmm. And that's when Brian Denny, he shows up in this like old fucking like giant metal car it's just beaten to fuck. Be- beaten to fuck. Like, it looks like it might be an old, old, old taxi. Yeah. And um, just rams this guy, like, under a, a semi-truck trailer. Yes. You know, which, again, probably should have killed this guy. Probably should have decapitated him. Or- but there's a shot of him driving away. Yeah. He, he pulls out of the carnage and drives away. Yeah. But and, and Brian Dennehy pops his head out like, hey, I'm Brian Dennehy. I'm in this movie now. Mm-hmm. Again, 45 minutes into the movie is when Brian Dennehy shows up, just like the first one. I don't know if it was in his contract. He just, I do not show up until the middle of the second act. <laughs> yeah, I am the fucking shark. <laughs> I am the dinosaurs. Yeah. But he looks up at Rollin. He's just like, don't dent my car. <laughs> it's like your car is dented. Fuck. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he jumps down on the hood and they go to his bar mm-hmm. and they hang out. And he's like, yep, let me fill you in on what's going on. Mm-hmm. What is their next plan? They they want to find out what the hell's what what the fuck's going on. And yeah. that's when Brian like, Denny, he goes to the the records lady. Yeah, the, the computer hacker records lady. They were like, what cases was he working on? And I'm trying to remember what what Brian Brown goes and does. Like He hangs out in the bar for a while like this become now Brian Denny, he is in charge of this movie. Brian Brown is just hanging out in the bar forever, right. repairing the clown head. Right. Um. But yeah, they're, they're, do, they, do they call the kid? Somebody calls the kid. Well, or is uh, that later? Brian Brown has sent the kid and the and Rachel to the sister who lives in the country, right in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so and and very much he's like, I don't want to go to my sisters, yeah. and it's like, yeah, except I'm pretty sure they're trying to kill us, so yeah. you need to. Yep. And it was earlier, like shit hadn't really gone wrong yet. No, he it, was. It was before he even looked at the tape, right? And it was like he's just suspecting that, yeah. like things aren't right, and I, you know, my Brian Brown sense is going off, and you need to get out of here. <laughs> right. I've been through this before. Yeah. There's actually a shot of him like saying like I, it's almost him saying like I can't believe the same thing happened to the same guy twice, but yeah. So Brian Denny he he starts detectiving and 
they find out that something about the 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 name of the file is something that he was working on. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, because all right, things that Brian Dennehy works on is he eventually goes and sees an ex lady of his who's an assistant DA. Yes, Um, because there's some stool pigeon guy. mm -hmm. Didn't they tap someone's phone? They did. Yeah, they tapped the captain's phone and they got like some they overheard some call of him talking to this guy in prison. He's the guy who's in all the Stephen Summers movies. Yeah, it's and, Kevin J. O'Connor. Yeah. And it, it, it's, which is funny because there's a guy in the first one that looks almost exactly like him. <laughs> right. Like when it first happened, I was like, wait, is that him? And it's not. It's the yes. other guy that looks like him. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> which when he showed up in the credits, I was like, oh, well, OK, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, yep. But yes, they're he's listening in on this court case and it's the, you know, him testifying against somebody else and I, I don't know he kind of puts the pieces together that this guy's well he's first off he's curious like why this guy is calling the the dirty captain yeah and then is like he confronts the da lady and he's like do you trust this guy and how do well do you know this captain whatever his name is um mm-hmm. what the hell is this guy Silac? yeah, yeah Silac. um is a good romulan name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's kind of like questioning her and she's just like what i don't know i'm i'm good i, I just want to further my career and, mm-hmm. and he's like yeah all right okay and yeah and they, this... they just kind of leave that like that that just sits for a while it's just like we've established that you two know each other and we, yeah we think there's something fishy here but they don't again they don't really explain what the what crime it is they're perpetrating or trying to hide until like late in the movie again. No, the, the the midsection of this movie is is to be honest boring as shit. It is just a lot of talking and and not a lot happening. I okay. I, well, my favorite part of the movie is about to come up because okay. they Brian Dennehy's like the kid has a file mm-hmm. or somehow they put it together that the kid has a file and they need to figure out what's on it. He, Brian Brown is like, I know that name. I know that name. Why do I know that name? It's on the kid's disc. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got to get the disc. And But to New, Jer- New Jersey's too far away. What do we do? Yeah. So, so <laughs> Brian Dennehy, Brian Dennehy basically talks the kid into going to the mall to the computer store. <laughs> and then he's going to get hacker lady to <laughs> basically hook up to the computer, whatever computer he's at and read the disc. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Brian Brown was hip to this, like, because he finds out and he's like, you had them leave the house, son of a bitch, and yeah. like goes t- tearing off for the mall. Yeah, he wasn't part of this plan. Yeah, so the kid's sitting, like, and one of my notes was that 2400 baud modem, because he goes to this computer store, and it's like the big fucking giant external 2400 baud modem. Yep, I wrote hot 2400 baud modem yeah, action. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, they're on the phone, and they're like, okay, this is a number you need to dial, and then, you know, you pr- you're you going to press enter, mm-hmm. and then when you do that, we can chat through the computer. Yeah. You know, ASL and you up and all that. <laughs> and the kid is totally like, yeah, whatever. And <laughs> does this, and then, like, she takes... Brian Denny's like, it's so fast! Yeah, because <laughs> they're, like, loading... Like, they're loading the page and it's just going, it's just going yeah. and he's like, you can print this out or something later. She's like, yeah, I'm just downloading it right now. Mm-hmm. And eventually it goes to gibberish, but not before we had seen Terminator Hinchman guy show up at the computer store with uh, with Rachel by gunpoint. Yeah. And like, give me that disc kid. And kid's like, thankfully, he's like, hits enter and okay, is like, oh, it's, like- it's stuck. I can't make <laughs> yeah. it go out right now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like they get part of the file, then it becomes gibberish and. But they saw right before it turned to gibberish. They saw some name. The name uh, Samson. Samson. Yeah. Samson. Yeah. And they're like, "What does that mean? I don't know." Well, now it's all garbage. What did you? Who broke it? Ah, the kid fucked it up. But then this just becomes a, a chase through the closed mall, which just is to a grocery store. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> this yes. is my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Because Brian Brown shows up and like he's he basically grabs a secure oh he's running in like as they're like escorting everyone out of the mall and the, and the guy's like we're closed and he's just like okay and just runs right by him <laughs> he's like hey. hey and kind of like gives chase for sort of gives him a little bit of a chase yeah. and then like is right by him and we see henchman guy with you know the woman and the, and the child there and he's like he's going to gun and like the security guard is all is armed for whatever reason he's like hell yeah let's do this and <laughs> like shoots in their general direction yeah. which makes them basically be able to get away mm-hmm. and the security security guard gets shot and yep. like he just starts shooting at random shit in the mall um but yes they run away and there's a grocery store inside the mall mm-hmm. and the guy's locking up but he's like unlocks and he's like come on come on in here yeah and locks so goes to lock the door behind him but then Terminator henchman guy comes up and is just like open the door and he's like okay all right and then leaves yeah and 
so they're just stalking like this guy is stalking them through the aisles and this is basically just a series of brian brown's you know mythbusters extravaganza of it's like, just a macgyver super special is what yes. it is i mean it's he just knows that he knows things like you can combine hairspray and fire to make a thing. Well, happen. the first thing he does is like, I, I've i never seen this in a grocery store, but I'm going to let it go because it works for the movie. Oh, okay. But there is like, <laughs> you know, like a like a like a produce in cap where you would stack melons or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, we're having a special on this. It's just raw popcorn. Yes. It is just a big ass like, barrel of like, popcorn. Yeah, scoop your own popcorn and, and take it home. I'm sure that's not a constant mess. <laughs> but it's just sitting there and so like he grabs a thing of shoe polish and, he, and a lighter mm-hmm. and sits it right right in the center and lights the shoe polish and then it just slowly burns and starts popping the popcorn so like he's like what's that sound and and goes that you know investigating that while they try to get out and realize the door's locked and mm-hmm. everywhere they try to go is locked and then it's yeah he's he jams these hairspray things spraying uh and then lights them and like behind these uh Cans of baked giant, beans. giant cans of Boston baked beans. Yeah. And so they start heating up and falling over and then eventually explode on this guy. Yes. When he's by them. He, yeah. He's con- he it's like he's in a double dare at the end of this mm-hmm. scene because, because he is they, just- they blow him back into some stuff. So he's covered with beans and then like somehow they make him slip into like cat litter. Yeah. So <laughs> well, there's there's one bit where he has created like this fire trail down mm-hmm. an aisle with oil or whatever. yeah and for some reason the dude is just walking towards it like huh what's going to happen here and then he catches on fire which he puts out with syrup mm-hmm. <laughs> he does <laughs> which it was it was the only liquid thing close to him which... yeah he just <laughs> grabbed the syrup put that out um and then eventually they run back into the freezer mm-hmm. and he comes in and raleigh just picks up two <laughs> two turkeys basically mm-hmm. two giant wrapped turkeys and just beats him <laughs> when he yeah, turns well, the corner. Because he comes in and sees him a reflection in a mirror and shoots yeah. at that. And then he yeah, he beats him with a mirror and then throws him into like the the wrapper, like the meat wrapper yeah. machine and basically <laughs> vacuum packs him. Yes. It, like what, what the best part about this is it actually has the styrofoam tray behind his head. Like <laughs> yes. it's so good. <laughs> and st- and puts the sticker on him. I I fucking yep, loved this sequence. Stamps the- it was so <laughs> it's so ridiculous and I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, and then he's just like, like suffocating and he, so he pokes a hole in his mouth. He's like, tell us what do we want to know? And yeah. we don't, and we don't have to watch it. It's just like, he spills the beans. Yeah. And literally. Literally. He's covered yeah. in beans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just realized that as I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, while all this happened, Brian Dennehy, who has been going back and forth, romancing both these ladies mm-hmm. for some the, reason, the DA and the hacker lady. Yeah. He's like. All right, hacker lady, let, let's go get a meal. We're, well, he goes to like talk to her and like, all right, what can you know? Tell me about this. And yeah. she's like, you just always come in here and you want me to do this and this and this. And he's like, what if I gave you a plane ticket to Jamaica? And yeah. She's like, open ended. Wow. If I go over with anybody, he's like, well, what if I go? What if I go? She's like, oh, yeah, we're going to Jamaica. He's like, let's celebrate. Let's go have street corner Chinese food. Well, he's like, let me take you to the best Chinese restaurant in all of all of New York. Yeah. And yes, it's like a food vendor mm-hmm. in Chinatown, and and they they get to have a spring roll before fucking drive by shooting murders her ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's set up interestingly because she goes to put the hot mustard on, it and he's like, "Oh, don't use that shit. That's gonna tear the skin off your mouth." Uh-huh. <laughs> and then like she goes to bite it, and then like that's when she gets shot. But yeah. it's like again, like no setup. She's just shot from off screen. You're like what? And you're like. Wow, that is a some spicy mustard, and then you're like, oh, blood, and oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, he also seems to get shot in the head, although it's just grazed him, what it, we find out. But, like, when you first see it, like, his head is a bloody mess, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh, what? <laughs> also, also the, the food vendor guy got shot, too. Yeah. That, that was never mentioned. Nah. But. Shouldn't have been there. Yeah. <laughs> but Brian Brown comes back to the bar, you know, and he's just sitting there in the dark. He's like, because he'd fixed the jukebox, and he's like, why is the music not on? And he's like, uh, what's your face? This hacker lady got shot. And he's yeah. like, oh, sorry sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, right at the end of the scene, his head starts bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like, just right at the end, just all of a sudden, just bubbling up and spilling out, and you're like, oh. And then he goes to see the DA lady, who's mm-hmm. like, oh, you fussy bastard, you know, put the stuff on. He's, you know, being fussy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a cat jumps on him. And he's like, ah, dear God, (laughs) it's this 45 seconds of interaction with a cat. That's really strange, although it actually has some significance later, but you don't know it at the time. But it's just like it's a whatever kind of like super short hair cat. Yeah, almost looks bald. It's not one of the 
you know, no, it's not a hairless it's, cat. Yeah, it's but not it's a Mr. A, Bigglesworth. It's a, it's <laughs> another, yeah, short, super short hair cat that yeah. looks kind of weird. Um, but yeah, he does like a looks down at it and <laughs> gets a real weird look at it, and then but we don't again we don't know what it means. Nope. Till later. Nope. He does. He does. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're like, well, oh, we've got everything we need. Let's uh, let's follow them because the the shit's about to go down. Because yeah. Kevin J. O'Connor's gotten released from prison, gotten mm-hmm. picked up by Silac, mm-hmm. and by the way, we we know what all this is about at some point. Mm-hmm. Like we've learned what it's about by now, which is that at some point, some dude stole a bunch of medallions that were uh, carved in gold by Michelangelo. Michelangelo, and there's you know this whole backstory about that, and this guy stole them, and the Kevin J. O'Connor guy is is basically being this guy's friend in prison while he dies Mm -hmm. and then waits for the moment until he is like on his deathbed and he's like okay forget all that friendship stuff where's the where's the he's like if you want to absolve yourself (laughs) tell me where the medallions are and i'll i'll get them back to the church right so that's what this whole thing is about Mm -hmm. dumb gold so he he gets out um gets picked up they Mm -hmm. and they basically go to st patrick's in in new york and they are buried in the confession booth yes um so like He's in there, like, prying up the, the baseboards or whatever with the Swiss Army knife. And the <laughs> priest comes in and he's, like, confessing while he's still, <laughs> yeah. like, digging oh, in. Uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had impure thoughts. And, um, yeah, I lied to an old man and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, okay, cool. Like, I got to go. And, yeah. And and Brian Brown is, like, in there in the cathedral, like, wearing, a like, a ridiculous Budweiser hat, which are prior to this there, there's something i really like like they pull up in the cop car like in what's obviously like a no parking zone in front of the cathedral this mm-hmm. landmark cathedral mm-hmm. um and i love that the cop car pulls up and he pulls out a little piece of paper and it's like department you know new york police car whatever permit mm-hmm. and then brian brown pulls up in his stupid fucking transport and pulls out like a new york film unit <laughs> card <laughs> so yeah i just love that they like they took the time to like here, like, of all the things they don't explain in yeah. this movie, here's I love, how we'll get out of this. I love the fact that it's like, well, nobody will believe that you can just park on the side of the street in front of St. Patrick's in uh-huh. New York and not we, get towed. We have a pass. <laughs> I just, like I said, there's a lot of leaps of faith in mm. this in this in this movie as far as like how would that possibly work. But yeah, this they had to explain. Mm-hmm. Anywho, but yes, Brian Brown is like watching all this go down and you know sort of trying to be inconspicuous. He gets yelled at by a priest for still wearing his hat inside yeah. the He's cathedral. Like, oh, sorry, yeah, takes that off. Yeah. Um, his, his FX disguise is yeah. a hat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that bud was wiser than everyone else. In a previous scene, his disguise was a construction helmet and sunglasses. <laughs> well, I like my favorite of all of his, his disguises was the telephone guy, which yeah, was that's, that's what I meant. Okay, like let's fully paint this picture. Like he's wearing a we don't have to license this official jersey from the from the football mm-hmm. league. You know, it's from like the football. Well, I'm just saying, like it's. Like Chiefs colors, but yeah. it's like not. There's no logos or anything on it, mm-hmm. and he's got fucking little like little bike pants on. Yeah, just bicycle shorts. Like, like that's not official. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and sunglasses and a construction or yeah. a, you know hard hat. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like the reveal, like that he's wearing bike pants because it's at the very end of the scene was like really made me laugh for it, some it reason. Did me too. I was like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> like I was like, all right, well, Is I guess he, like sexy cop, <laughs> like <laughs> sexy telephone operator, yeah. man. It's not, my friends at Hot Cups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's way early in the movie, and I digress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're following them, and then they're like, all right, we, I guess we, I guess they know where it's going down. They just know to storm the mansion. But he's like, got all, you know, there's this like gearing up montage where he's sticking a bunch of weird shit in a bag, which yeah. it's like Wiley e. Coyote's bundles of dynamite, a timer. Then and nine hundred hot dogs. Then like, you know, yes, like, well, it's like instant mashed potato mix. Yeah, uh, like a couple of like pyro pots from the first one that uh-huh. they kind of showed off, and then like comically like you know sausage or like linked together hot dogs. He just throws them on top of the bag, and it's like, the fuck is about to happen? Yeah, I don't know. I thought he was filling like a body bag with something. He was just like gonna pretend like a body exploded, and I'm like, well, what good is that gonna do? Yeah. But. I don't know. Some of the things that he does in this finale don't make a lot of sense either. They, but they do not. But <laughs> yeah, they're basically storming this house like up in Westchester County. Mm-hmm. And Brian Denny, he has gone to the DA lady and they're like, I can't trust any of the NYPD. Yeah. You've got to call the, the Essex County, whatever sheriffs or whatever. And, 
you know, like, Ed, you got to be there because they're not going to listen to me. I'm just a PI and you're, mm-hmm. you're a DA. And she's like, okay, yeah, all right. All right. I'll be and, there. and they basically sh- roll up outside. He hands her a gun, like a tiny little gun. It's <laughs> yes. like, you know, you need to be armed too. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, be ready to call in the reinforcements when I, when I call for it. Yep. Now, Brian Brown. He, he shows up by firing a bunch of the sausages into the yard to distract the guard dogs. Now, a guard totally sees this happen, and he just lets the dogs go. He's like, go get them hot dogs. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? It doesn't just rain hot dogs. I don't care where you live. <laughs> I mean, But he's not concerned about look, this. He's Chuck, just like, Chuck, if it could be cloudy <laughs> with a chance of meatballs, then it might be raining hot dogs. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. This is the worst security guard ever. <laughs> he's just like, hey, dog, go get them hot dogs. It's your lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. It, it kind of is. Yeah. But he brings up this whole thing like he he continually has these like laser tripwire things that aren't lasers at all. It's just it's a, like a light and a light sensor that will set things off. Yeah. But like he lures <laughs> Hold on. It, it's yeah. it's even better that like not only is he lobbing hot dogs, he's doing it with like the the, the lobster, you the know, tennis ball tennis, tennis ball shooter thing, yeah. which I never realized that was the name of the company that's lobster. actually called Lobster like <laughs> which bravo for your pun. Um but like he lures them onto the tennis court and then locks them in. Yeah. Um, so dogs are defeated. <laughs> how does he take out the guard? Okay. So the first guard he takes out, I don't understand what the fuck he's doing, but he's just, he's already in the house. He's mm-hmm. in an upstairs window and he's just making it snow with the potato flakes. Right. And the guard is like, well, this is odd. It's snowing out of that window. I better go investigate. It's like, this is the fucking dumbest. <laughs> or the best. But he gets in there and he set up one of those little laser tripwire things mm-hmm. that sets off smoke oh, coming out of the... Just so happens there's a piece of furniture with like a devil mouth on it that he's put a smoke bomb in that's no, triggered no. by the thing. It's the same smoke machine from earlier, except he's puts he put ether in it instead. Oh, okay. Which, again, <laughs> a leap of logic because those things take a few minutes to like warm up, but no. unless he had a professional one that just has a stay warm, like a pilot light or something like that. But yeah. this guy, again, the, the <laughs> laser light or laser trip thing, he walks by and basically gets ethered in the face. He does. So yes. that's that, that's what that's right. I forgot that's how the first guy goes. Uh-huh. Another guy, <laughs> he is rigged up like uh, a pool table with one of the quarter pockets where it's just like, <sighs> it's, it's like shooting the cue ball straight up. So it's clacking back down on whatever. And the guy's like, here's it first. And he comes in and he like leans down to look at the, at the thing. And Raleigh pops up and he goes, he goes, cue ball, quarter pocket. And the guy just kind of like looks at him, doesn't move his head. And he just goes and like full speed, like clocks this guy with the cue ball in the face and knocks him out. And, yeah. the, and and even better, like the the guy gets the like the real comical like yeah, you know, like just, like knockout face, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's so fucking good. He gets another guy who's out in a boat. Yeah, they they, they rode up in a, in a speedboat, which I guess was how they were going to get away. Yeah, um, like two of the guards got out, and they're the ones that have gotten taken out. This other guy's just kind of chilling, like I guard the boat. <laughs> Go ahead. So this little tiny remote control submarine shows up. Mm-hmm. And just kind of putters over to the dude, and the dude's like, hey, look at that. And a little tiny gun raises up on the submarine and darts the dude in the neck. Mm-hmm. There's no way he could have aimed that or known that it was in the right position. No. But forget all that. Doesn't matter. Nope. And the guy then, got darted by a tiny little submarine. And then there's another dude out there near the dock mm-hmm. that Raleigh just runs over to and yoinks into a life preserver mm-hmm. and rolls into the water. Yep. <laughs> he just comically puts it on him so his arms are pinned in the life preserver. And then as he falls over on his side, literally rolls him off the shore into the water. Mm-hmm. Intentionally throws the gun in the water, too. Yeah. Like, there's like I don't of, need this gun. Yeah. Plenty of times he could have armed himself, but no. 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 He's gone full MacGyver, like, I won't shoot guns and stuff. Yeah. And then at that point, he vanishes for a while. Mm-hmm. And so Brian Dennehy is, has just entered the the scene. He's like... Well, like, the, the final deal is going down. Like, yeah. they, they, like Kevin J. O'Connor and uh, Psylocke, whatever. Psylocke. Psylocke. Psylocke for the X-Men are there. And, uh-huh. um... Uh, like they're, they've got, you know, mob guy who we, we previously haven't even seen in the movie, just, you know, fancy looking dude whose house this is, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's got, you know, nerdy accountant, a, a coin medallion specialist yeah. who's coin, doing coin. all these dumb, like, you know, weighing it and, you know, holding it up and looking at it. And yeah, but yeah, Brian Denny, he just kind of strolls in and it's like, well, I caught you <laughs> in the middle of all this. And Silac's like, wait, you're that cop. You used to... What do you... What? <laughs> yeah. He has no reason to know that he's even remotely involved in this, but he just kind of strolls into the middle of the scene like... Yeah. 
Which, oh, one last little piece of information. There there was also a gardener just riding around on a, on a tractor outside, oblivious to all of this. Just, yes. So it just, it's, it's just a thing that mm-hmm. means something. Yep. Yeah, so he's just standing there, like, basically, like, monologuing his way through this of, like, yeah, we know that you did this. Kevin J. O'Connor is like, that's the dude who came to see me in the prison. And then that's when Silac is like, all right, what the fuck is happening here? And that's when um, the jo- Joanna Gleason yeah. comes in and she's like, I I'm here to turn on you, Brian Dennehy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, what? And he's I- like, oh, yeah, you're going to. And then they're like, eventually along the way, they were like, show him the money and they're, you know, show me the money. Yeah. And they bring out the ten million dollars in one hundreds and this old bills in which. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Just people need to learn how how much even in hundreds how much a million dollars looks like and mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to fit in this suitcase thing no it, it does not no um however uh but brian denny starts sowing the seeds of distrust in them he's like oh much. 10 million i yeah. thought you were only gonna oh, get I bet, five he, I bet he told you five didn't yeah. he yeah you're gonna get half of that and, and he's like i was gonna cut you in for the whole amount and then like, they're, son like, of a bitch. they're like what about you joanna gleason what are you getting out of it and she's like eh, i don't i'm not here for the money and they're like oh you're getting connected with the mob so that oh so you are gonna be like da or maybe yeah. senator or you know, president one day, huh? Yeah, he's just... like, check you out. And they're like, well, they probably want you to kill me because, you know, then they'll definitely have you on the hook because, you know, you'll have murdered somebody. And I do like towards the end of this, Brian Dennehy just starts sh- just screaming at her about things. And when the other dudes in the room are like, hey, hold on. He's like, this is between us. And they're like, right on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stand down, everyone. Let's watch this play out. <laughs> So he's just taunting her to, to shoot him, and then she does. Mm-hmm. And Brian, he, Brian, Brian, he, yeah. <laughs> Brian Denny, he goes down. Face down. Yeah. Into the carpet. Yep. Um, and that's when, like, a helicopter lands, mm-hmm. uh, which was, like, the Silac and yeah, Kevin J. O'Connor. Get away in the yeah, they were going to get it. They called that in. That, that was sort of set up earlier, so it wasn't just random helicopter showing right. up. Um, and then right about that time, you, you see the gardener buzz by one more time on the. On the <laughs> On the little tractor thing, and all of a sudden explosions just start happening. Yeah, it's out. apocalypse now in the in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, "The oh, fuck!" And like, window gets blown out yeah. or in, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, and then like, ticket to Burning Man comes running in and like, ah, and it's and it's the Gardner guy. They're like, yeah. "Oh god!" And let's get out of here. <laughs> yes. And um, enough of this shit. <laughs> and like everyone but Joanna Gleason runs out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right then he's just like sitting up looking at her, and she's like, "Hey." Yeah. And. <laughs> and then also, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin J. O'Connor is taking her gun. Oh, like right, after right. she shot Brian, Denny, she's like, yeah. he's like, give me that, mm-hmm. and they run off. Yeah. Um, and then so he's just kind of like, and they don't even really show him get up. They just like cut over, and he's like sitting up, like looking yeah. at her, like ha. <laughs> and then like she's like the hell, and he pushes the little button, yeah. like makes the squib go off, and she's he's like, yep. And he, and then she's basically like, when did you or what did you suspect? And he's like. Uh, pretty much when I found this, and he pulls out the cat collar, which says Samson on it. Yeah. And she's like, I I knew you were Samson in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what do you think, buddy? <laughs> the Gardner guy sits up, and it's it's Brian Brown and, you know, and his prosthetics and bullshit. And he says something like, I thought you were going to go low-key on this. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Peels off his burnt face. And, um... I don't know what happens to the mob guy. I guess he just gets away because like we never see he just leaves the room and then it's like, well, it's also revealed that the mob isn't stealing these medallions. Right. They're paying for them to return them. Yeah. They're going to give them back to the church, to the Vatican. Yeah. They're just paying for all this crime to happen so that they can get these things back finally and give them back to the church. Mm -hmm. So that's been revealed. Brian Dennehy knows it. Brian Brown doesn't know Mm -hmm. it. Because Silac and Kevin J. O'Connor are running. To the helicopter, and of course they do the like the last second. Like Kevin J. O'Connor's like, "You were going to cut me, you were going to kill me, or whatever," and tries to shoot him. And of course it's a gun with blinks in it. Yep. So and, yeah. he, he gets shot. Silac's like, "Ha ha, blah blah," <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "Time for us to go." Whoever's piloting this helicopter, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the helicopter takes off, and like again, like I don't know what happened to Mob Guy. It's just he's he's gone. Whatever. Yeah. His his boat's gone. Uh, yeah, whatever. But you hear sirens come up, and basically they're just like. You know, Joanna Gleason, we're we're gonna leave you, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you sit here and think about what you've done. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and I guess she does because mm-hmm. they just leave her, and then they go out and they, they, get, in a, can, they get in a boat. They get in a little boat, not the not the boat from earlier, but no. um, they're just kind of following along behind the helicopter, mm-hmm. and then 
you know, pretty soon you kind of start to realize what's going on because yep. it, it's it's the robot clown is piloting the helicopter and basically like <laughs> they they you know they freak out Silac and he's like screaming like oh god why is there a clown piloting this and mm-hmm. basically have the clown grab the money sack and jump out of the helicopter and i'm yeah. like later silac and hope you can fly this thing and <laughs> so for the rest of the movie silac is just like i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> yeah he even comes back in the closing credits mm-hmm. <laughs> where he's just another shot of him going ah geez <laughs> like he never actually there's no ending to his character he's just for, forever flying this helicopter some not forever because eventually it's going to run out of fuel and i, know, I guess but... that's when he dies but or but, doesn't, and yeah. then they catch him. I don't know. But, but they they boat over to the clown, and the clown starts sinking, and Raleigh's freaking out about that. And he's just like, "Fuck that! Get the get the money, get mm-hmm. the ten million. And so now they've they've committed another <laughs> crime here. Oh. Now they have ten million dollars. Not only that, they have ten million dollars. They did they did rescue the clown. The clown's, yeah. uh, clown's fine. Um, oh, and then he, and he goes like, <laughs> "Well, we got the money." He's like, "Oh yeah," and this and like he's got it uh, in a Ziploc bag. He's got them dimes. He's like, "You I swapped them out." He's like, "I swapped them." He's like. But they were going back to where they belonged. And he's like, I didn't know that. Yeah, Nobody told me. And so your little like closing scene is they go to the Vatican and are sitting in church and the collection plate comes around and they each drop five of these priceless medallions into the collection plate, which is the worst way to do it. It it really is. Like, do you really think those are going to get to the right person? Like, no, I think you could make. I mean, I'm not going to say like the Pope will see everybody, but I think if you go to the right cardinal, you could be like, hey, yeah, um, I know this is a weird request, but we kind of want to make sure this goes to the top guy, yeah. you know, yeah. top here's, men. Here's one. Here's one. <laughs> we'll give you the other nine if we see the big man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm thinking that you might ma- we might make an exception and have an audience for, yeah. for that. But but no, they just, they... Yeah, they just drop them in a collection plate, like, peace out. Yeah, and they roll out and they're just like, hey, let's get a hot dog or <laughs> No, he's, he's like, what do you want to... He's like, it's because of Mexico. He's like, you son of a bitch, we're in Italy. And he's like, he's like, I promised, I promised the kid, like, some real Italian pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a fucking thing, <laughs> but and he's, and he's like, you know, there's only one city where you can get good pizza. And he's like, yeah, and he, he goes Sydney. Sydney, he, no, he's ah. like, no, New York. You son yeah. of a bitch. And yes, yep. and movie's over. Yep, the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not mention that the soundtrack is sexy sax as fuck. It's it kind just of is. constant sexy sax going on. Especially like during the opening scene where just it's a helicopter flying around New York City and it's just like, man, just as all the sacks you can get, just make this sexy sacks as fuck. And that's all the closing credits do. So, yeah, FX2, the deadly art of illusion. Yep. Um, I do not like this as much as FX. No, I don't like it as much, but I really fucking liked it. Okay. <laughs> I, which I don't know if we've been keeping track of what we've been rating things on here. But, yeah, I have. Oh. What did I rate the first one? Just Four. Okay. Yeah. I guess by very definition, by I have to give this three. Okay. <sighs> yeah. I guess that's fair. I fucking <laughs> love that supermarket sequence. I'm sorry. It's a good sequence. I mean, there's a lot. Seems like it should be in a different movie, but it's a yeah, good sequence. There's there's just so much I really like in this. Like I I I like the stupid clown thing. <laughs> I know it's really 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 dumb, but. I really liked it. Yeah, I can only give it three. Okay. Uh, it's really good. Okay. <laughs> it's really good, though. I don't like it as much as that. I, I still think it's worth uh, worth a view, especially if you like FX as much as we did. I'm going to give it one jocks. I, I guess the thing for me is that, especially around this time, sequels had to do a thing where it was like, you have to be bigger. Mm-hmm. You have to do something more. And the first one was about... Brian Brown directly involved in this thing, and now people want him dead. Mm-hmm. And the second one is about a dude that Brian Brown knows gets killed. Maybe his family is in danger, but probably not really if they just stay out of it. And he will hang out in a bar and come up with ways to figure out how to stop it. It just it seems like the first movie was the pilot to get you hooked in, and this is the next episode, and you're like, oh, this is what it's going to be, just having adventures every week that you're not actually directly involved in? Uh-huh. Eh. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it, it there was a, just a lot, structurally, it's almost the same movie, um, but it just didn't up the stakes in the ways that I would have wanted. So, And I was sad that his FX assistant lady didn't come back. In some way. Yeah. That, but that she is. would have ended up dead anyway. <laughs> probably. So it's probably for the best. Yeah. I, it's it, it's fine. It's just, it's not FX to me. 
it's not the the first one is just so good and has so much stuff and there there's just so many stretches of this movie where there's really nothing going on and there's a lot of just Brian Dennehy romancing ladies and it's just like why why are any of these ladies into Brian Dennehy he's built like a fucking rectangle <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's, he's just he's like in that Resident Evil game if you beat it you can play as the hunk of tofu I mean that's kind <laughs> of what Brian Dennehy is just this, this big cinder block of a man he may be built like a rectangle but his angle is not wrecked uh, alright <laughs> whatever I like you Brian Dennehy don't, don't get mad at me please uh, yeah, it's all right. I like it. So we both like it. I yeah, I okay. really like it. All right. So that's FX two. Mm-hmm. The deadly art of illusion. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um thanks for being patrons. Pa- patrons? Yeah, patrons. Patrons of pa- Patreon. Patreonish. Thank you for your Patreonage, yes. If you're listening to this right now, mm-hmm. we always say that, and you you really have no concept of that. No, if, you know, you are listening to it right you, now. You, you whenever know. now is, you know when you, you know, know you fucking know. Look, <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this early uh-huh. on the Patreon RSS feed, thanks. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your dollar. And if you're listening later, thanks a little bit less, but thank you still for listening. Absolutely. We also appreciate you. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's still a thing, so I it's mean, just you know, a little bit less. It's a fucking dollar. It is. <laughs> just, yeah. just can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. Um, I, I don't want any FX emails, so I'm not going to ask. But uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week with another movie that's too long for the Bamcast. This one was 108 minutes, so wouldn't have flown. Mm. But uh, we'll watch another long movie next week. I can talk about it. Alrighty. So until then, I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. Mm-hmm.